Hey there, what's up? Welcome to another episode of To Dare Is Human. I'm your host, Adam Connor, and today is a shorter one. It's our first mini-sode. And in these mini-sodes, I focus on something that's inspired me lately that I'd like to share with all you listeners, which I believe can help me and you further embrace the To Dare Is Human mentality. It could be a book, an article, maybe a podcast. Regardless, a supplementary resource from which you can draw inspiration. Today, I'm sitting down with Josh Muccio, host of The Pitch, whose podcast featuring real entrepreneurs and their pitches to and negotiations with venture capitalists currently ranks in the top 20 for business podcasts on all of iTunes. You can liken his show to Shark Tank, but adapted for radio. To be honest with you, I actually like it better. It's a fantastic vehicle for witnessing people with great ideas, people just like you and me, make their dares live and in the moment. As a special bonus, after our chat, Josh has actually allowed me to play a few minutes of the pitch's latest episode right here on To Dare is Human, so that you can get a taste of the program right here. So stay tuned until the end for a sneak peek. Sneak, listen? Uh, A preview. How about that? But before that, without further ado, here's the mind behind this top-ranked podcast, the pitch's creator and now friend of the show, Josh Muccio. Okay, so I'm here with Josh Muccio, host of The Pitch. I'm very excited to have connected with him and to uh, present him and the show to, uh, to you guys, the listeners. And Josh, first of all, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing really good, Adam. Thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I reached out to you after listening to the first couple of episodes of season two now as the pitch is in season two. And I think it's a wonderful, wonderful show. And especially for folks who have, uh, as the listeners will, will relate to here, made the dare into new business. Now getting in front of real investors, having those real conversations, that's something that you're able to cut through all of the sort of showmanship of the shark tank, right? And a lot of people I have read online have talked about the pitch as being the shark tank, uh, you know, adapted for radio. And it really does. I mean, it cuts through all of that stuff and gets straight down to the, the real conversations, the real negotiations, uh, that that generally happen behind the scenes, but we're all able to hear it out in the open uh, thanks to your show. And I, you know, I'm really enjoying season two. I know a lot went into that and a lot is yet to come. Lots of people are talking about you. It's a very, very highly acclaimed program. Uh, so I guess... That's a lot. That's a lot of hype man duty. But I know I was uh, gonna say thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, jumping in um, first. How about you know I I'm doing my best to give an overview, but why don't you just talk a little bit about uh, what the what the show's all about, and uh, and we'll go right from there because I know before season two, before season one of the pitch, there's a whole story behind that about how you even got involved in this business. Yeah, well, let's just say season one of the pitch was a, a grand experiment to see if we could make a show like Shark Tank. The original idea was, let's make a show like Shark Tank, but except the listeners can invest in the company after they hear it. And there's actually a whole bunch of issues you run into with that, some of them being legal, um, others of them being like, people don't listen to podcasts all at once. They use them like DVRs and you know they listen when they want to listen. So when you publish an episode... People don't aren't necessarily just waiting around like, all right, I'm ready to invest or not invest in this company. So also, not many investors listen to podcasts. It's mostly the entrepreneurs um, at this point in time. I mean, some investors do, but uh, you get the point. So that's how we originally started. We realized that idea was not going anywhere. It didn't really have legs. 
And uh, so then we basically spent the first year trying to figure out if we could find any investors who would commit to invest in a company within an hour. Uh, like that's not how it happens in the real world. And so, you know, we actually got to the point where we had almost given up and it was like the show was on autopilot. It wasn't really going anywhere. I mean, it had a lot, quite a few listeners, you know, maybe 10 or 15,000, but like we really needed to take it to the next level. So, uh, but luckily one of the folks who we'd had on our show was like, Hey, why don't you make the show more like shark tank? Why don't you actually have investments happening on the show? And I said, well, I don't know. Are you willing to make a decision within an hour and invest in a company? And he said, yeah. And so, you know, we started with one investor figured, well, if we've got one, we can find a few more. And you know, that was last, how maybe June. And so, you know, then we recorded season two in October, and here we are today publishing episodes here in January 2017. And uh, wait, like it's I February. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's February. Uh, it's been a blur. <laughs> uh, and and rightly so. I mean, the the show's uh, success is undeniable. I myself found it by just looking for for what was for what was featured and what a lot of people were talking about. Um, getting getting a lot a lot of buzz. Obviously, lots of great publications and organizations talking about you. And as you said, season one of this was an experiment, even jumping into the pitch as a podcast uh, in and of itself, not only as a separate product, but as an industry, two sort of separate dares there for you, jumping out of building your own business up and selling it off, jumping into podcasting for one, and then jumping from one show to the second with the next. So you really are uh, walking the walk as you talk the talk, quite literally on the mic. <laughs> Thanks. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, some of the products, uh, some of the companies that are being uh, talked about this season, maybe what some of the, the highlights of the season are that you're personally looking forward to having us listen to and uh, some of the more interesting ideas that you came across. One that I have listened to uh, already has got to be Test Loop. It's early in season two. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a, a funny episode, you know, not only because it's a, it was a great idea, but also, um, you know, the theme at the end being, you know, we are doing Tesla a favor with this and folks. I will uh, link the show in the notes, uh, of course, so that you can hear for yourselves. But uh, why don't you tell a little about, uh, us a little bit about what is yet to come and what you are looking forward to in terms of those highlights. So about $1.5 million was invested in season two. And, you know, like we couldn't have planned that. We obviously hoped when we brought, you know, these investors and companies together that deals would happen on the show. Otherwise, like, you know, it would really suck if we had a whole season where, all it was was nose. So luckily, you know, deals happened on the show, some of them quite large. Um, and like, it totally blew us away. And so it was at that point that we realized like, we have to, as a show, like we have to do our best to create something. We have something good here. Let's not, let's not F this thing up, you know? So we ended up, um, we ended up bringing on a team and like really putting effort into the show. So bottom line um, there are, there's 1.5 million invested. We've only seen a fraction of that so far in the first few episodes of the show. Every single show has a unique takeaway. Like, you know, episode one, it was like, does being cocky pay off in a pitch? But furthermore, how does it affect you if you're a female differently than being a man? And I don't want to give away anything in the episode except to say, go listen to episode one um, and let me know your opinions on the founder, because that's a very controversial subject in that that episode. You know, episode two is about a coffee company that wants to compete with Folgers and um, Starbucks, but they want to create instant coffee that's premium. 
And instant coffee is, well, not premium. And so what happens when your pitch doesn't, isn't actually that good, but your product's good? Does that make up for the fact that you have a bad pitch? That sort of thing. Episode three, like you mentioned, Tesla, 17-year-old founder comes up with this hack where he's going to use Tesla's network of self-driving cars, their charging network, I should say, to, to build a business off of, to use somebody else's infrastructure to build a business off of. And because Elon Musk promised him at a shareholders meeting that uh, their charging supercharging network would be free forever, you know, he ended up starting a business with his dad and three or four other co-founders and he came on our show and pitched. And so very interesting story about a kid who's in high school, like running a company between English class and algebra, like <laughs> right. how unique is that, you know? Um, and I'm trying to pitch all of these without giving anything away, but that one's got some great stuff in it. And then including our latest one that just dropped, um, you know what? I think I've teased it pretty well. You yep. should just go listen. Lots of cool stuff coming. We end the, the season with a bang. Um, every episode has a different angle. Yeah, please do. Please withhold because uh, that's one. I'm right. That's where right where I am. So, you know, that's like the episode that I am. It's right next on my list. So I'm going to jump into that uh, as well. Um, you know, folks, this is this is truly a great show to listen to, especially if you're a listener of To Dare is Human, uh, because on this show, we talk a lot about the folks who are making either a big change from one industry to another, one opportunity to another, or uh, started very young in a profession that most people can only dream of and talking about how they persevered and how they were determined to get to success no matter what. But in the grand scheme of things, To Dare is Human... Uh, if you're going to put it on a list of steps to ultimate success, really focuses on like steps one or two. And the pitch uh, is a great complement to it as you look at people who have already had this idea. This idea has sparked and they've built it up and they've gotten a lot of great support. And now they are going out and looking for another crucial pillar to their success, of course, in the, uh, you know, in seed money. So, uh, if, uh, you know, business is your interest, which I know a lot of people it is, uh, if you're a budding entrepreneur, you listen to stories of inspiration from Today as Human for people getting started, you need to listen to the pitch to get ideas of inspiration for people who are going out and actually pitching their ideas. Uh, it could give you great practice or it could give you, uh, you know, great inspiration, as I said. But regardless, um, a lovely, a lovely compliment to the show. Um, you know, Josh has been talked about uh, all over the place. I'm just looking through his website now. You see all the big names of business, Fortune, Inc., Business Insider, Forbes. You know, these folks endorse uh, Josh. So do I. The pitch is a great show. Um, Josh, from all the people who you have had on the show, uh, and again, without giving anything away, and there are people who are looking to do this sort of thing. There are people even looking to making the jump. In terms of those entrepreneurs that you've come into contact with, what is like one central theme that you see or one central characteristic that they have that have allowed them to get to the place that they are now and have allowed them to potentially go through and get these great deals from the investors? I think you have to be, you have to be a tinkerer. You have to experiment. Uh, you know, these people didn't just wake up and have a business one day. They woke up with an idea and they started playing around. They they let some other people take a look at it and they got feedback on it. And then they, you know, take those ideas back and they change the product, whatever it is they're working on. They tweak the idea. Then they, they put it out in the open again. And if it has legs, they come up with a company name and they take this thing seriously, you know? And if it has, if it takes off from there, then they go find investors. So like 
There's so many different steps along the way, and it's all a bunch of really tiny choices, right? And I think entrepreneurship is very hyped these days, right? Um, and it's, it's kind of uh, the, the focus, and, and in many ways, that shouldn't be the focus. The focus should be doing something that you're passionate about, excited about, um, you know. And I think as a, as a listener, I mean, wherever you're, you're at, like, you just have to stop thinking about it and, and start start doing some of it. And, you know, just start small. Uh, a book I, I really, really learned a lot from was uh, called The Slight Edge. Um, I can't remember the author's name for some reason, but it's a good book. And uh, it talks about doing small things every single day and what a huge impact that can make. Because, right, we have these big dreams out, you know, far in the future, and they seem so impossible. And for all practical purposes, they are impossible. But if you take those dreams and you break them down into what can I do today that in and, and tomorrow and the next day and the day after that, that in two or three years or, or five years or 10 years or 20 years can turn into something big. And like you just have to start with those, you know, small things. And it might just be sending an email to somebody that you look up to and say, like, this is what I'm wanting to do. Do you have any advice? How do I get started? You know, like ask the questions, be vulnerable and and for God's sakes, stop hiding your idea under a rug. You have to get out there and start talking to people about it and get that feedback that matters. But having said that, maybe don't tell your close friends and family because they know you and they know how weird you are and how goofy they are. So they may not take you seriously, but find somebody you respect um, who may actually be a user of your product in the future or idea. It doesn't have to be a product. I'm sorry. I don't want to think that narrowly, but you have to find people that are going to be enablers and encourage you because uh, obviously in the idea stage, it's very vulnerable. And that's why people are so afraid to share it with anyone else is because it's such a vulnerable thing. It's mm. a great point. It's a great point. It's uh, definitely something that, you know, people should take away from this. Uh, absolutely. One more question. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, don't just hear it and don't do anything about it. Right. Of course. No. Then you, what's the point of hearing? Right. Or yes. reading. I'm right there with or you. Or watching. <laughs> I'm, I'm right messing. there with you. Uh, <laughs> one more question here for you, and it's really less of a question because I know you already know the answer. I know the answer, and I'll pub you too. But uh, if people want to tune into your show, and again, listeners, I urge that you do. Seriously, this is one of the best shows out there in terms of business, in terms of people starting up. It really is wonderful. Uh, how can they find you? How can they? Uh, how can they get in touch with you and the show? And how can they listen? Probably the easiest way to remember, since my last name is hard to spell, is josh at thepitch.fm. So our website's thepitch.fm. You can email me there. Or if you want to figure out how to spell my last name, it's uh, at Josh Muccio on Twitter. Josh Muccio, the show, The Pitch, available on iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio, talked about by just everybody under the sun. Uh, it was wonderful to have you here and talk a little bit about your show. Um, I'm going to go listen to uh, the episode after Test Loop right now. Um, thankfully, you did not spoil that for me. Um, Do it. But uh, <laughs> thank you Let so much. Let me know what you think. I will. I absolutely will. You'll, you'll hear from me. Um, and it's great talking to you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you, Adam. As mentioned in the interview, you can listen to The Pitch anywhere podcasts are or on the show's website, thepitch.fm. I'll leave links for all the ways in which you can interact with The Pitch in the show notes and on my new website, just launched last week, todareishuman.com. Go check it out. Very excited to launch that. 
So before I leave you today, as promised, Josh has allowed me to share a clip from his most recent episode, which follows two founders of a wearable tech company which they hope will revolutionize the world of combat sports and exercise, and their pitch, of course, to real-world investors. Here's the clip. In October of 2016, we followed 12 startups behind the scenes to a critical moment, a single defining moment, where entrepreneurs leverage past success to secure the funds they need today. We're about to hear from two founders who've developed a product that they believe is going to revolutionize the fitness industry. The founders may be convinced about their company, but the investors aren't so sure. Taking a risk on an unproven product is the name of the game in venture capital, but what happens when the gamble actually puts them at odds with one another? Phil, you're a moron. I have to tell you, and I never say that, but- Did you just call me a moron? Yeah, I did. It was Phil. Three million, we do the whole thing. I can't. Julian, it's not your money, my money. I'm Josh Muccio, and this is The Pitch. I've got a really great episode for you today, and I can't wait to get into it. But first, let's introduce the investors. We've got a four-person investor panel today that includes... I'm Phil Nadell with Barbara Corcoran Venture Partners. Phil's our wise wizard, and he's looking for companies making cold, hard cash from the start. This is Jillian Manis. My fund is Structure Capital. Jillian's our philanthropic party thrower that wagers her own Benjamins on this show. Hey, I'm Howie Diamond, and I'm with Ranch Ventures. Howie's our hippie rock star, scrappy, in the trenches with a founder, investor from Ranch Ventures. My name's Jake Chapman with Gelt Venture Capital. Jake's the guy who sits quietly in the shadows, calculating the risks and weighing his options. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if these super concise intros aren't doing it for you and you want to get to know the investors better, I'd recommend you go back and start from episode one of season two. All of our investors are shrewd venture capitalists, and these are real negotiations between entrepreneurs and investors. A full unedited version of this episode is available only to subscribers of The Pitch Insider. You can learn more and sign up at thepitch.fm slash insider. And remember our disclaimer, no offer to invest is being made to or solicited from the listening audience on today's show. Here we go. Well, thanks a lot for having us, guys. Um, so my, my name is Khalil. I'm the founder of our company that is called Hixo. We produce wearable technology, and we allow people to play combat sports without having to hit each other in the face. Basically, Hixo is a chip you can wear on your wrist, sort of like a Fitbit. But instead of measuring steps or how many flights of stairs you've climbed, it counts punches. How many punches you've thrown, what kind of punches, and how fast they were. So if you were taking, for instance, a kickboxing class, you could see how you were measuring up. Uh, and right now, the best thing available is a company called MyZone, which is actually a heart rate monitor that displays the heart rate directly on TV. And they're really sweeping the nation right now. Yeah, heart rate is a very, it's a tough way to measure um, output, first of all, right? Because it's subject to so, so many external factors, whether it be stress or caffeine. Or- sure. This is Tommy, the other founder. He's the muscle in this co-founding team, 
No, literally, he's the muscle. His hands are wrapped like he's ready to step into the ring, and on his wrists, hidden under the wrap, sits the technology that brings everyone in the room here today. I guess I'm having trouble. Can you guys just like very concisely yeah. tell me where you guys, where where this company started, where it is today, yeah, yeah. where you see it in the future, and what's actually built up to now? Right. That'd be helpful. Um, it started three years ago, and the idea was just for myself. And then we had a lot of traction with the professional athletes mm -hmm. because we were working with the national team of Canada. They needed very high accuracy. Uh, and basically what was took the most of our time to develop this is that you have to filter all the different types of data. Mm -hmm. If you do jumping jacks, you don't want to count punches. If you, you know, clap your hands, you don't want to count punches. Mm -hmm. And that was a very big challenge because... So for a while, Khalil and Tommy worked with the Canadian national team, refining their product so that it would precisely measure the motion of punches and punches only. Finally, they got it right and decided to take their product to a bigger market. And I'm going to break it off right there. Go listen to the full episode for more. I promise you won't regret it. It's some really great stuff. In fact, go listen to the whole of season two of The Pitch. It's only four episodes in. You're definitely not that far behind. Thanks again to Josh Muccio for letting us share. Josh, it was a pleasure chatting, and I hope to chat with you again down the road to dive fully into your story, man. Let's do it. That's all for this little mini-sode. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you again on Wednesday. Be sure to subscribe to the show to stay updated, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and leave a rating and review on this show if you like what you hear. It really is the best way to see your feedback. Until then, and until next time, I'm your host, Adam Connor. Have a good one, keep daring, and I'll see you later. Bye.